Listening to the ELT Practitioner Podcast, the show that brings teachers from all over the world together with your host, Rosita. Should teachers allow mobile phones in the classroom? When I first thought about letting students use their mobile phones in the classroom, I was put off at the idea of having to think about classroom management issues when I already had my hands full with lesson planning, marking papers and meetings. I certainly didn't want a bunch of students in my classroom looking down at their phones in the middle of a lesson while I was giving instructions. At the same time, the school where I was teaching was on the verge of implementing the use of iPads for everyone in the classroom. So whether or not I liked the idea, I had to think of ways to play nice when I see learners using their handphones. Besides, it would be ironic for me to think of myself as a technophobe when I had been ICT coordinator for 10 years at the institution where I last taught. So, mobile phones, solution or distraction? I decided to exploit the mobile as a literal tool to support learners towards finding solutions to their language problems. Now, how do I do this? Here are some ideas. Number one, as an immediate source of research for content. This would be ideal for topic-based lessons where learners use their background knowledge to try and achieve a classroom task. Students who are not equipped with the same type of culture-reliant information as their peers do may fall behind on completing their work. For instance, in a lesson where learners may not be familiar with Western celebrity names, they could do a quick search on famous people to perform the task effectively. Number two, as a source of reference for pronunciation. Now, this is perhaps the most frequent reason for the use of the mobile phone among learners during lessons. Many a times I've caught glimpses of some of my learners trying to practice their pronunciation of certain phrases and words prior to presenting their work. As long as teachers are frequently reminded that there is a time and place for exploiting the mobile phone to the lesson's advantage, then why frown upon them? Number three, as a game tool. I must admit that before I taught at the last school I worked for, I had never heard of the application called Kahoot. It was only introduced to me by a colleague who had been using it with his class and worked a treat. Teachers could create quizzes of lessons that they would like to review from within the app. The premise is for students to use their mobile phones to compete with each other in the classroom in answering questions as quickly as they can. 
There are also similar classroom game shows that teachers could use, such as Quizzes or Quizlet and Gimkit. If you would like to compare the pros and cons of using each game and see if they're a good fit for your class, you can check out the reviews from the link on the show notes. Number four, recording their voices and analyzing strengths and problem areas. For students who aren't confident in pronouncing certain sounds in English or producing appropriate intonation, mobile phones could be a powerful tool in helping them deal with issues of sound. Audiobooks would be a good start for learners to not only improve their listening skills, but would be a helpful way for them to work on their verbal manipulation skills. Students could choose an audiobook on a topic or story that they are interested in and perhaps shadow read as they go along. Recording their voices as they read the text would enable learners to listen back and compare and contrast the sounds that they hear and the ones that they produce. They could choose to re-record their voices until they feel that their pronunciation and intonation match the audiobook narrators. Alternatively, teachers could assign learners a speaking task and get them to record their voices on an online voice recorder platform like Vocaroo to practice their speaking skills. Number five, using it to capture texts. With the mobile phone, teachers can do away with waiting for students to finish taking notes from the whiteboard before moving on to the next stage of the lesson or waiting for a fresh surface to write on. Oftentimes, I instruct my students to quickly take a snapshot of my board work before I erase it. Of course, learners will need to review and make sense of what they see on the board before organizing it into notes. Students may need to be frequently reminded of the importance of revising their lessons on their own and not leave the images on their mobile phones for posterity. Number six, for paperless assignments. I have used Google Classroom to give homework instead of relying on hundreds of worksheet photocopies throughout the term. I quite like the convenience of scheduling the tasks at different times and the option of assigning marks or grades when each task is submitted. For this, students will need to have a Google account to have access to the platform. There are so many sites out there that teachers can use to communicate with students outside of class. Some may have access to certain media sites while others may not, so it may be worth checking to see if there is a common platform for students to log in without too much hassle. For example, I use WeChat for learners without access to Google, Facebook, Twitter or YouTube. Those who do have access are also able to log in to WeChat quite easily without the trouble of registering their personal information. 
We have used this to post photos of what we did over the weekend and other forms of sharing and interaction. Teachers may do well in laying out certain rules for this, such as keeping communication only in English, respectful communication and rights to privacy. On my blog, you can watch a video of my students using their mobile phones in class to research information on a task. Do let me know if you have tried to use these in your own lessons or if there are any interesting mobile phone activities that you would like to share with everyone. Until next time, this is the ELT Practitioner signing off. Thanks for joining us this week on Reflections of an ELT Practitioner. Make sure that you visit the website at eltpractitioner.com where you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you have found value in this show, we'd appreciate it if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.